ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Golden Point Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Foster, and with me as always is the one and only Mr. Brad Winter. On this episode, Brad and I are going to talk about the NFL draft. We're going to give our winners and we're going to give our losers three apiece, but of course there's some honorable mentions. And then also we're going to talk about the uh, the trade of uh, Rob, Gronkow- Rob Gronkowski. There we go. I'll get it. To the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, um, you know, how that kind of affects the rest of the team as well as that uh, tight end group. And then there was a big signing this morning. We're recording on a Sunday, which is, you know, normally we don't record on Sundays, but yeah, it's a, it's, you know, it's organic to us. We just do, we just do whatever, whenever, really. So, uh, but Jameis Winston was signed to the Saints this morning. Uh, but you know, I got some questions about that, Brad. So, without further ado, Brad, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Uh, I I thought the draft the draft this year was fun, so that was enjoyable. Uh, I got to actually watch the first episode of The Last Dance last night. Uh, and I actually really enjoyed it. So uh, I'm looking forward to maybe catching the second episode for tonight. Uh, so, yeah. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm looking forward to the – I'm looking forward to The Last Dance as well tonight. What, um, Brad, for my own mm. consumption too, where can you find those first two episodes at? Uh, it's on, they're on the ESPN app. If you go to the ESPN app uh, – okay. well, I, so we have Fire Stick, but, you know, the ESPN uh, – watch ESPN app. I guess it's yeah. all the same thing now. Uh, but if you go there, there's a section that says, like uh, – and I think it's at the top even. It says The Last Dance and it says Explore. If you just click on that button, it has the last two episodes on there uh, before tonight's episode. Oh, sweet. Okay. All right. Because uh, I watched the first episode, and I got about halfway through the second, and I fell asleep because I'm, you know, not an old man, but I got an old soul. But it, <laughs> Yeah, you're totally fine. Yeah, but I thought the first episode was great, so – I, I did. I, I liked. I liked the first episode. Yeah, and so uh, it started out really well, and I'm excited for. Uh, I'm excited for tonight. All right. So also before we start, Brad, we have some big news. Uh, we are going to start selling T-shirts uh, that say Golden Point Sports Podcast on them. So uh, if you so if you would like one, uh, you can reach out to our Facebook page where we'll have information about ordering those. Or uh, if you know Brad or I personally. Uh, you can do that too, and we will uh, we'll get you in the right we will uh, we'll we'll lead you in the right direction in order to get those. We would love your support. Uh, they're going to be very affordable. Uh, we just you know we we want to get the word out about the podcast even more. Uh, they're going to be very good shirts. They look good. Uh, they feel good. And yeah. So um, so either way, before I just wanted to get that out the way before we kind of start the show here, and um, and yeah, and just. Uh, you know, let people know that they can get a T-shirt. All right, Brad, Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski was traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you, I mean, you know, how do you feel about that trade? I guess is the question. But also, um, when it comes to OJ Howard and Cameron Brate, what is, you know, how should they feel about it? I mean, should they, should they feel like? we kind of got replaced in a way or, you know, just, yeah, I guess uh, we'll just kind of talk about it all together. 
Yeah, so it kind of came out after that that trade that uh, originally Rob Gronkowski retired because he thought they were going to trade him to Detroit. Um, I kind of don't blame him. Uh, I don't know if I yeah. want to go to Detroit right now either, but um, I would say in regards to just the trade in general, uh, this was like if this was five, maybe even six years ago, I would think that'd be crazy, you know, that they're trading Rob Gronkowski uh, just to upgrade that the Bucks are getting. Right now, currently, I mean, he's had some time off. He's been doing stuff like the mass Singer and, and wrestling and all that other stuff. Uh, so, to me, between his injuries and just the time off, I don't know if it's necessarily a, the smartest move. Um, and we probably won't see him take over as a main role, I would think. Uh, but if I'm if I'm uh, Cameron Bray, I'm not too worried. He had a great year last year. I don't think there's anything that he should worry about. But if I'm O.J. Howard, you know, he came in with a lot of hype. Um, I wish my Steelers would have drafted him originally. Uh, when he came out of college, not so much now. Uh, and he has, just hasn't performed to where he everybody thought he was going to when he was coming out of college. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe O.J. Howard should be worried. If I'm Cameron Braid, I'm fine just because of the – statistically, Cameron Braid's been doing great uh, with Jameis Winston. And, and, you know, Tom Brady loves his, his tight end. So, um, so yeah, if I, again, if I'm, if I'm – even if I'm O.J. Howard, I'm not super worried about it. Because, again, Rob Wachowski tends to be – uh, injury prone uh, here lately and he's had what like t- a year or two off and uh, he's been doing everything he can to think of besides football so yeah I agree with you on that um, you know I think uh, I think that Gronk is in a position I, I well let me start off by saying I think the fact that Bill Belichick was able to get a fourth round pick out of a retired player and a seventh round pick uh, seems to me like a, a genius move. Uh, but I mean, that's just me. Uh, yeah, I think OJ Howard definitely needs to worry, but honestly, I think this makes, to me, it makes me feel like this is more of a, this is more of just a two year. Uh, I don't, I don't know if he'll stay for the whole two years that Brady will be there or Brady's signed for, but I could see him stay at least one year. And I guess he just wants to play with Brady again and try to get another ring. I think he's already got three, so uh, I guess he just wants a fourth. And uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I think I think for Gronkowski, this is a great move. But for the Buccaneers, I was a little surprised they gave him a fourth round pick for him. But um, but yeah, uh, that was just me. Cameron Brake, though, I think he is fine. I think he will do. He will be just fine. Um, they seem to be pretty high on him. Uh, then the other news, Brad, was the. New Orleans Saints, now I actually, in my mock draft, I had them taking Jordan Love with their pick in the first round. But instead, they did not. And uh, they signed Jameis Winston to a one-year contract. But they gave Taysom Hill a two-year extension, um, which which equates to a pretty good backup quarterback contract. So, um uh, what's your thoughts on that? How do you feel about that, Brad? Yeah, so I actually think it's a win-win uh, for the Saints and Winston. Uh, T- as far as Taysom Hill goes, again, they see him as a hybrid athlete. So as far as him taking over completely as a second-string quarterback, it's not going to happen. Uh, that's another reason why teams weren't even going really after him. Uh, they don't see him as a quarterback. I know he's come out and so I could be a franchise quarterback. I mean, that's great. You're confident, man. Uh but, again, we've seen you in a hybrid, very limited role. Uh, and when he's he's in there, he's good. But, again, it's a very limited role. We haven't seen him play a full game as a starter. Um, and I think the Saints know what they're doing uh, with quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, they, they had Teddy Bridgewater there for a while and have Drew Brees. 
Uh, and so, and as far as Winston goes, the win, you, you're there for one year, uh, learn from one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Uh, you get to learn from one of the greatest offensive minds uh, as a coach um, and, and an aggressive play caller and, and, uh, and Sean Payton. And he loves, he likes, he likes that Drew Brees slings it around the field. I think Jameis Winston does as well. And so I think it's a win for Winston because it's one year. You get a lot of training under that development there with Breeze and Peyton. Uh, and you see – you even saw with Bridgewater and stuff. I mean, I think Drew Brees and Sean Payton does, do a really good job with making sure they have good relationships with the second and third string. And uh, even if they have a fourth-string quarterback in there, uh, it seemed like they really enjoyed each other while they were there, uh, Bridgewater, Breeze, and Taysom Hill. Um, and as far as uh, the Saints, I mean, I think it's a win for them because – uh, you got a guy who just threw 5,000 yards in the season. Granted, he had 30 picks, but, uh, you know, it could have been part of the LASIK surgery thing. I don't know. Uh, it could be very well that um, he just wasn't guided very well. Uh, Bruce Arians knows a quarterback, uh, you know, whisper, and that's great. But uh, maybe, you know, being with Drew Brees and Sean Payton, he's able to work on limiting his uh, mistakes. Maybe he'll get to play a game or two, um, kind of work on those skills. Uh, we'll see. But, uh, if it all works out, I mean, this very well could be the, a good replacement for, for Drew Brees. I know it's just a one-year deal, but uh, I really think that this could potentially turn into a deal where maybe Winston is the quarterback of the future for the Saints, which sounds really weird. Uh, but uh, you just – I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's their thinking. Who knows? Well, and, you know, the thing, too, is, you know, Drew Brees is a, is a quarterback who – you know, he kind of went through some uh, through some issues his first uh, with his first team, the the San Diego Chargers. You know, so uh, I know I guess it was more of injury issues than it was uh, production issues. But you know, with with Winston, I mean, you know, is he a fit for the team? You know, if you look at his all field antics, probably not. But I think he, uh, yeah, I agree. I think that it's a good. I think it's a good move by the Saints. And um, listen, I think it's a great move for 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 Winston because I mean Winston I mean I don't know if he was getting any other offers so yeah sure I, I kind of wish he would have yeah I kind of wish he would have signed with the Steelers because we we need a good backup quarterback I mean who knows maybe Ben's this is Ben's last year no one knows every year when he's going to finish playing but um right but anyway I, I wish I would he would have been able to go with the Steelers because we're always in need of a backup quarterback and we still are I, I agree yeah no I uh and yeah you know with Steelers I mean with Big Ben man I mean he he was supposed to – what, he was supposed to retire for the last three years now, basically. Yeah, and he, he's gone for at least, like, you know, at least four games a season, so. All right, Brad. So, let's uh, – I mean, you know, let's say – great talking about James Winston, great talking about Rob Gronkowski mm-hmm. here, but uh, let's jump into draft talk, shall we? Let's let's talk about the guys who, who have now entered into the NFL, whose dreams have come true. They've entered the NFL, and uh, they're going to try to make a career out of it as well. And you know, it could go it could go many different ways. I mean, you know, it could go great for could go great for them, like it like it has for like a Drew Brees or a Tom Brady or a Rob Gronkowski, or it can go not so good, like it has for like a Jameis Winston, for instance. So, and well, we'll see. But Brad, let's give our winners and our losers to this NFL draft. Uh, Brad, if you if you want to start with your winners, I can do my winners and losers, and then you can finish off with the losers if you'd like. Yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah, I'll go with my my three winners. 
Uh, and I'll do my honorable mentions at the end of my winners uh, before you move on with yours. Uh, but the Ravens, uh, they're probably one of my big winners uh, just because they were able to still snag Patrick Queen at the position. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, maybe not the best uh, – Maybe not the best running back in the draft, but uh, he's explosive. He's a good change of pace back uh, for Mark Ingram. And the Ravens love like a three or four running back system. Uh, and so I think that's good. And then Justin, uh, and I can't really say his, his last name very well, but I'll try Madubadiki, whatever. Uh, he's from Notre Dame. I think he's going to do well on defense there as a linebacker. Uh, and then they pick up guys like Devin DeVarnay and, and Gina or uh, James uh, Approach. Uh, who are both good uh, receivers who are going to give uh, Lamar Jackson some speed there, uh, which is good because although Lamar Jackson pretty much do everything himself, uh, as we saw last year, uh, I think teams are going to slowly catch on. He's going to have to start utilizing his receivers. And so that, they were good pickups, I thought, uh, as far as speed and offense. And so, yeah, I thought Ozzie Newsom did a, did a great job uh, with the draft this year. And uh, John Harborough. Uh and then the Bucks. I had them as my number two winners. Uh, some people might be surprised at that because the Vikings had a great draft, and a few others had a great draft that we're probably not going to name here today. Uh, but maybe in our honorable mentions, we'll see. Uh, but I thought the Bucks did great. They surround Brady with weapons. Not that he needs even more, but um, you know they they give him worse at, at uh, pick thirteen. Uh, that's a really good add to the offensive line. And then they add Kashawn uh, Vaughn, which when he was selected, I thought it was kind of weird. Uh, but then I looked more into his stats in college and at Vanderbilt in the SEC, he had back-to-back a thousand yard seasons. And so I thought that was, that was a really good solid pick, especially when he's going to probably share the field with Ronald Jones, the second, which Ronald Jones, I thought it, he's pretty good. He's a little inconsistent. Maybe this will help him uh, using a two, two running back system here, uh, be a little bit more consistent in his uh, play. And then they also pick up Minnesota's Tyler Johnson, who was a kind of a lot of people picked him as a sleeper pick as a receiver uh, coming out of Minnesota. And then uh, they also pick up Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, they picked up several others, too. These are kind of the highlights from their pick. Uh, but uh, he's a safety from Minnesota. And going into the second round, uh, you know, Mel, Mel, Mel Kuyper had him as, like, his number five, or I think he even got up to number three, best available uh, selection. So he might even be the steal of the draft. Uh, I, I could be wrong. Uh, but I thought that was a really good pick for them in the second round. Uh, then I had the Browns, which some people might say, well, we'll give them a B or maybe uh, something lower. I thought maybe the state, of, maybe you can even put the state of Ohio because the Bengals had a good draft as well. I thought, um, you know, in Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, you know, will he be a bust? We don't know. We'll see. Uh, but they they give him they get Joe Burrow. Uh, I believe they picked up T Higgins. Uh, so adding that another receiver to just AJ Green. AJ Green is not going to get done every year. He's injured prone. But to have him and now Tyler Boyd, I think it's going to be fun uh, to see the Texans. I'm actually. I might watch a, a Bengals game outside of them playing the Steelers a time or two this season just to see how they are. But the Browns, too. Uh, so I'll say that my, my third winner is probably the state of Ohio. Because the Browns, you know, they pick up Jedrick Wills. I, I picked number 10. I thought it was a really great pick for that, being at number 10. I thought he got a little sooner. Uh, then they And then Delpit drops out the first round. Uh, and they pick up Grant Delpit as a safety. I think that's great. They'll add to their defense. Uh, and then Donovan Peoples-Jones, I picked him up in the sixth round. Uh, you know, he's an athletic receiver, uh, and I think he'll be a good compliment to, to OBJ and, and, uh, and, um, Landry Parker. Is that his name? No, is it? I feel like that's his name, but, uh, anyway, Parker Landry, whatever. I think it's Parker Landry, but anyway, I don't like the Browns. So excuse me if I don't know all their, their players, but, uh, for me coming out of the, uh, being a Steelers fan and naming, uh, three AFC North teams is, is pretty impressive. I feel like, but, um, but yeah, that's my three winners.
Who is your Who is your honorable mentions? Oh, honorable mentions. Yeah. So my winner. Uh, I didn't. I didn't tell you this before the show, but I thought, and I said this a little bit in our in our recap of the draft, uh, or first round at least. Uh, one of my winners is just Justin Jeffrey Jefferson out of uh, LSU. I say he's a winner because he was a zero star recruit coming out of high school and wanted to be in a first round pick, and so definitely benefited from uh, Joe Brady's system and, and playing with Joe Burrow. So I'll call him a winner. And then my other winner would be the fans slash NFL. Uh, you know, as fans, we got to see uh, GMs, uh, some like Cliff Kingsbury, who uh, War Room was a freaking mansion. And then you had others who, you know, Bill Belichick puts a dog in front of his computer. So uh, I thought as for fans, uh, it was pretty neat getting to see uh, that and even how, uh, you know, the selection, the, the draft selections were reacting at home with their family, uh, being able to see uh, – was it uh, Becky, the the Jets' offensive lineman, seeing his, like him celebrate with his ginormous dad uh, was pretty cool. And so, yeah, I saw it for winners. It was cool. And NFL, uh, they win too because it broke it broke uh, rating records. You know, it's uh, it broke 2015's uh, rating record uh, and and was one of the highest uh, highest uh, athletic events uh, in a long time uh, as far and, and it probably benefited for not having sports on and uh, and we were bored. So, uh, but I definitely think the fans in NFL won uh, with the way the draft was set up. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I agree with that. I, I agree with all your winners, actually. I, uh, we tried to, we tried to have different winners and losers, uh, so we can have a little more variety to the, to the show, of course. Um, but no, I agree. I definitely agree with the fans being winners. Um, you know, the thing is, is we also had some funny moments, you know, uh, you know, Isaiah Wilson, his 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 girlfriend was yanked off of him by his mother. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, CD yeah. Lamb yanked his phone away from his girlfriend. You know, just I uh, just some funny moments as well. And uh, yeah, I, I just thought it was uh, I thought it was great moments. And uh, yeah, we should uh, we should definitely. Um, uh, I think that I think that I, I'm not sure I want to stick with this type of format, but if they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they did, I, I don't think I'd have a problem with it. But uh, I went to the draft in Nashville last year, and um, that was an experience that I, I can't wait to experience again, that's for sure. But anyways, so uh, my three winners, Brad, I had the Miami Dolphins. Okay. You know, they got they got Tua Tungabayalola. Uh, they, got him, they got protection for him in Austin Jackson, Robert Hunt, and Solomon Kinley. Uh, you know, listen, it, I, the fact that they got Tua – I, I mean, I think it's a, you know, the whole thing all year long was tank for Tua. And they didn't necessarily tank at the end of the year, at least, uh, but they still got Tua. And so, um, you know, the thing, they got protection for Tua to help try to help make him, try to help make sure he stays healthy. Uh, and then also, they got a lot of help on the defensive side, too, Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing, the only knock that I have for them is. <laughs> I really and and actually I almost didn't put them as a winner because of this. Um, not that they're a loser, but I almost didn't put them as a winner because I really felt they needed another wide receiver and they really didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Now they did trade for Matt Breida from the 49ers, which I mean, which in turn could be a could turn out to be a good pick good pickup by them. Mm-hmm. But I, I just felt like they needed another receiver and they didn't get that, and so. Um, yeah, I was kind of a little disappointed with that, with that aspect of it. But um, I think that they, I think they addressed all their needs really well, and you know, especially for the fact that they had a, especially for the fact that they, I mean, they had three first round picks. I mean, 
Uh, it'd be hard to go wrong without with three first round picks, you That's would think, true. or at least with multiple. At least you're Raiders, so you know. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll get to them, right? So, uh, I had the Cowboys also as winners. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you know they they seemingly stole CD Lamb from the Eagles. Yep. I wasn't really okay with that pick at first, Brad. I mean, on our on our reaction show to the first round, you know, we um, I I thought it was kind of a questionable pick, but honestly. You know, look, looking back at it now and just seeing the stuff that I've read, um, yeah, it, it really, I think that they not only did they steal it, steal him from the right, the Eagles, but I also think that they, I mean, I think that they just done a great job of, I think they done a great job of just getting another weapon for Dak mm-hmm. if he's going to be the quarterback that is, and so, um, yeah, I just I like that pickup more and more the more I think about it. And also, they got Trevon Diggs, who he fell from the first round, mm-hmm. uh, and he's going to go in there and he's going to replace Byron Jones. He also got some help with the with the drafting of Reggie Robinson, uh, and then they grabbed a sliding defensive tackle and Navelle Gallimore. Uh, listen, and then they also, um, you know, they may be able to fill the void of Travis Frederick retiring with uh, with the pick of Tyler uh, Biadaz. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say. Yeah. It. So yeah. I, Listen, I just thought that they – I thought that they filled their needs really well. And um, I'm not a big cowboy guy, that's for sure. I don't think I'm a – I don't think I'm a cowboy hater. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just uh, – I, I, I'm going to give them props. They – Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, I think they had a really good draft. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to give them props on that. Mm-hmm. All right, my third – my third winner is the 49ers. Listen, the 49ers, they traded their 13th pick. Uh, or they traded they traded the 13th pick that they got for DeForest Buckner uh, just to move one pick back, which in turn got them another pick. Uh, and they got Javon Kinlaw uh, to, to put – and they're going to put him on an already great defensive line. Then they grab Brandon Ayuk, a wide receiver that's definitely going to boast that wide receiver core. And then uh, they, they traded Matt Breida. They traded Marquez Goodwin. And um, – Listen, I mean, that turned into O-line and tight end depth. Then they traded for offensive tackle Trent Williams to replace the retiring Joe Staley. Now, I say I put that in there because the fact is they traded draft picks for him. They traded draft picks. They traded a fifth this year and a third for next year in order to get him. And I think that that's – I mean, I think that's a good move for them. And, yeah, I mean, he they're not going to give him a new deal, so he's going to have to kind of prove himself. But – you know, I mean, what a replacement to get for a guy like Joe Staley. Mm-hmm. And then my honorable mentions for the winners is uh, Jared Stidham. You know, I, I just have him as a winner. I mean, as being the Pats quarterback, as being the future, I have him as a winner. And then the Bronco, Broncos quarterback, Drew Locke, uh, he, got, he got a receiver and he got O-line help. I mean – you know, his future looks bright um, with the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And then I also wanted to add in Alan Lazard uh, because, listen, and I'll get to the Packers in just a moment, but because of the fact that they didn't get any wide receiver help like I thought they should have, Alan Lazard, I think he's going to be a huge pickup in uh, in fantasy football uh, today. So, or in today. In fantasy football, uh, when it comes back around, so yeah, I mean, um, Alan Zard, yeah, I think he's, I think he's gonna be good. All right, and then uh, 
My three losers, Brad, are the Green Bay Packers. I mean, they're I think they're probably the biggest loser out of this whole thing. Yeah, they're probably uh, they didn't get a wide receiver. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said, no, I said they're probably everybody's loser. So Right, right, yeah. I mean, this is an obvious one. Uh they didn't get a wide receiver. Uh like I mean everybody thought they would. I thought that was their biggest need. Mm-hmm. But they did they went out and they got a quarterback in Jordan Love that they even moved up for. They moved up to grab him too. So they lost picks in order to get him. And then they also grabbed a running back in AJ Dillon after Aaron Jones just had a a great year. My thing is, Brad, it, and listen, you know, to 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 help make matters maybe a little better, maybe, is they grabbed a tight end in Josiah uh DeGogora. Is that how you say it? Something like that. So, listen, they grabbed him in round three. But the thing is, is I think all the Packers really done in this draft is upset A-Rod and Aaron Jones. Honestly, I I really think that they just – they upset Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones, and I really think that that's about all they've done in this draft. I I mean, I I would think that Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones both is like – Okay, well, I, I guess we always need backup help, but uh, but the thing is, is you know when you're a team that was just in the NFC Championship, and really, you know, you just lost some offensive linemen, and you just lost a, and you just lost a, uh, uh, and you you needed wide receivers, going for a a backup quarterback that could be the future, granted, and going for a running back that, you know. Uh, maybe you just don't plan on paying Aaron jo- Aaron Jones after next season. Maybe that's the thing. I don't know. But um, but yeah, Brad. I just uh, I don't know what the Packers are thinking. I really don't. And it's going to be an interesting season for them. And if and honestly, if if Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones both were requested to be traded, which I don't think they will, or not Aaron Rodgers at least. I I don't. You know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't strike me as one to do that. Aaron Jones doesn't really either. And so, um, but they could. But if they both requested to be traded, I don't think I'd be that surprised. Yeah. And then uh, my other two uh, losers were the Patriots. Listen, I I don't want to say the Patriots lost. Um, You know, in five years from now, this could be – this could turn into a big, great draft for the Patriots, okay? Because, you know, it could be more of like a wait-and-see type deal. All right? I get that. But – they always uh, – I say wait and see because it always seems like they move up for guys that they didn't have to move up for. Either move up or, or draft guys that they – that just is kind of off the wall. I mean, it, it seems like Bill Belichick is just known uh, for doing that. And, you know, I saw an interesting thing, Brad, for the reason why they didn't draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was a really – it was a really interesting take on it. But it was – it said Bill Belichick, he's not used to drafting starting run, starting quarterbacks. The entire time he's been with the Patriots, he's had Bledsoe and Brady. Mm-hmm. So he never had to – he never had to draft a starting quarterback. He just – he just had one at all times. He always, he's always had a good quarterback. So he never had to – he never had to worry about that. Now, granted, though, I saw Jake from falling. I really thought that that's who they would have grabbed. Now they didn't. But the thing is, is yeah, I mean, the Patriots didn't get a quarterback. As I said, I have Jared Stidham as a as an honorable mention, as a winner. 
Because, I mean, it's obvious that, at least for this year, maybe they're sold on him. And I don't know, that could change after this year. And, I mean, you know, if I'm a betting man, I would bet that he does. But who knows? He could he could be the next coming of Brady. We don't know. So then my third loser, it's a simple one, Brad. It's a simple one because they had limited picks, but they added to something that I just wasn't sure why they would add to it. And that is the Chicago Bears. Uh, they had limited amount of draft picks, okay? And then, but they still decided to add to that tight end room. I, I'm, I'm, I guess all I could say is I'm, I'm puzzled by it. I, I'm, I'm just really puzzled by it. Um, I could have put my honorary mentions for winners as the Vikings because I think that the Vikings had the, had the obvious best draft out of any teams in the NFC North. Um, and no, no slide at the lines, but I mean, yeah. It's just the Bears and Packers, their their drafts were puzzling to me. And, um, yeah, I mean, the Bears are still enjoying Khalil Mack, and I guess that's all that really matters to them. Mm-hmm. My, my honorable mentions for losers was Noah Fan. Uh, listen, his QB got more options to throw to uh, that's on the outside. So, I mean, that might mean that he doesn't focus on Noah Fan as much. Now, granted, maybe Noah Fane gets open more because there's more people on the outside to throw to. That's, I mean, that could very well be the case. But, yeah, I, I think at the moment, though, on paper, you got to look at it like Noah Fant may not be that, you know, maybe a loser in this. But he's an honorable mention. So, you know, honorable mentions, you know, it, you just got to mention them. You don't really have to pick them. So, um, and then also my other honorable mention. Our, our quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts and Jake Fromm. Hmm. I mean, were were they drafted to be backup quarterbacks? Okay. Because if, if I'm uh, – yeah, because if I'm a quarterback, I mean, if I'm a quarterback, if, I, if I'm in any position, you know, I'm thinking, okay, well, I want to be a starter in the NFL. I don't want to be a backup. But Jalen Hurts is backing up Carson Wentz. Jake Fromm is going to back up – Josh Allen. Now, I guess you could say, though, Brad, is that both of them might get a chance to play, though. You know, they both have uh, a pretty high chance of actually getting to play. And you never know. They could take the jobs. I doubt it, though. Josh Allen's not been paid yet. So, you know, I mean, if Jake Fromm were to get a chance to play and do really well, then – you know, maybe he takes Josh Allen's spot. I don't think he would, but hey, maybe he could. Mm-hmm. Now, a guy like a guy like Jalen Hurts, though. I mean, the Eagles are paying Carson Wentz a lot of money, yeah. and Carson, Carson Wentz. Uh, he was he was. I said Carson start. Wentz does get injured a lot, though. He was well, he was healthy all last year, though. Is that uh, right? potentially he probably was? Yeah. I think he I think he was, but then he got injured in, in like the first quarter or first half at least. Of the of the playoff mm-hmm. game, now Jadavi, I think it was Jadavian Clowney who hit him, and it was kind of a questionable hit. But uh, and so he had to go in concussion protocol, and of course concussion protocol, which is a good thing, um, you know, kind of ended his day mm-hmm. for him. But nonetheless, um, yeah, I, I mean, I I feel bad for Jalen Hurts and Jake Fromm, 
They, I mean, they were potentially drafted to be backup quarterbacks when, you know, people were coming in thinking, hey, maybe they have a chance to start somewhere. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So what? What is your? Um, but yeah, who's your? Who's your loser? Uh, yeah. So my losers. The first one is uh, the Steelers. Uh, and and you might say, well, you're a homer. Uh, you're just an angry fan. Uh, but you know, the, I think they had a lot of reaches uh, with the only gem, Kevin Dotson, offensive lineman from Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, which you know, Claypool could be a a good player. Uh, we're not really sure. Uh, he only really played for one year. Uh, he was a stud at the the uh, the combine, but I never really take the combine numbers into a whole lot of uh, thought, just because I feel like we've seen uh, studs at the combine before, and then they don't do anything in the NFL. Uh, one of them being, uh, you know, Chris Rainey or somebody like that of that sort. Um, so yeah, I, and you know, then they pick. Um, uh, I'm struggling to figure out who they picked the second round, but I thought he was a he was a reach too. Uh, or not second round, the third round. Uh, then they pick a, a running back from Maryland uh, that I thought, uh, you know, he's not the most well-rounded running back, and and he's fighting get some playing time. We need a. I thought they'd go for J.K. Like trade up and get J.K. Dobbins, or even pick up. A lot of people had them picking up J.K. Dobbins in the second round, or uh, DeAndre Swift. So uh, I don't know, but I just, I just, I don't think I really like their draft. So I had the Steelers on here. Uh, the next one would be the the Texans. Uh, I don't think there needs to be a lot of explanation on why the Texans are losers, but hey, they had five picks and uh, they didn't address m- many of their needs at all. Uh, and Bill O'Brien is, is a terrible GM. Let's just face the facts there. Uh, he's Chip Kelly 2.0 when it comes to coaching and GM. Uh, uh, but hey, that's not my. Fa- I'm not a fan of the Texans. I have to worry about that. And I think if you're an AFC fan like the Colts or or the, even your Titans or the Jags, uh, you're, you're, you're not complaining about just how idiotic he was over the offseason and during the draft. So, Which, uh, the, hey, by the, by the way, I, I think that, I mean, with the picks that the Colts had, I think they've done well. I, I, think I, the think Titans, did I, I think the Titans and Jags both had okay drafts as well. I mean, you know, I, I almost put, you know, I, I wanted to, the Jaguars had a great first round, I thought. So, but anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, if you're, yeah, the Texans, I just, I don't know what they're doing, but this all season has been absolutely horrible for them. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, they were definitely. Uh, I almost put them in my honorable mentions was AFC South because uh, I thought they all did well except for the Texans. Uh, but my third loser would be the Raiders. And and look, hear me out. I don't understand their obsession with speed since you know the Al Davis days. Uh, and I'm not saying uh, Riggs is going to be uh, a terrible receiver, uh, but we've seen a speedster like Hayward Bay or someone like that come out of the the draft and did do well uh, for the Raiders. Uh, and then you got to think of major reaches. And so the major reach there is uh, Cameron Arnett. Uh, we talked a little bit about him on Friday, but uh, why they picked him, I don't know. Maybe they just saw something that we didn't think about. And then also uh, the two other reasons is they, they're obsessed with Clemson players. And Clemson players aren't bad. Obviously, they make it to the national championship every almost every year, the last three or four years. Uh, but the, the amount of times they pick up the uh, – the Clemson players surprises me. And I don't, I don't think they necessarily drafted for the need. Uh, they just felt like they, I felt like they just went in there and John Gruden said, Hey, the heck with what we need. And let's just have some fun with this draft. Uh, Cause they pick up Bowden and Bowden's Bowden. I don't think will be a bad receiver. He's kind of a do it all Tyreek Hill kind of player. Uh, they can probably line him up as a running back, a, a receiver in a tight end position, maybe even as a wildcat um, quarterback, kind of like a, like a Taysom Hill. But, uh, 
other than that, I just feel like their draft was very unimpressive. They didn't they didn't hit any of the needs they really needed except for AJ Terrell, which I even thought he was sort of kind of a reach in the first round as well. Um, and then my honorable mentions for losers, uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I, I told I didn't mention this year earlier, but Seattle Seahawks is probably one of my losers. Uh, they get Braden or was it uh, Jaden Brooks in the first round? Again, another reach. Uh, they get Darrell, which I think will be good, but um, I just don't think they really. Uh, again, just like the Raiders didn't really address any of their their urgent immediate needs in the draft. And then my last one is the fans. I know you said well, you're probably thinking well, you said the fans were winners. Well, they are, but they're also losers because again, and I I tweeted this out during the draft, and I had a couple people like it and respond back to it, but. Uh, you know, we we watch sports to take breaks from things. They, they tend to be people's escape. Uh, and I know you're like, well, you're a pastor. Shouldn't your escape be the Bible? And God, yes, yes, that is. But also, sports is one of my escapes as well. And and so when we don't have anything really going on for the last month and a half, two months, because everything's canceled, so concerts, uh, movies being being cranked out, uh, sports, you know, entertainment, uh, all that stuff's kind of on hold right now. And, and it's great that people are going outside. I love seeing all these people walking on, on in my neighborhood. We're, we've been going outside more, and that's been great. Uh, I'm sure the bike, the bicycling, uh, the bike, the bicycle industry is loving it because they're uh, they're getting they're getting sold out, you know, on all their bikes. But uh, you know, we watch NFL draft, thinking this is the first time we've had sports in a month and a half, and then all we get is every commercial is a COVID nineteen commercial. And granted, don't get me wrong, like I am, I am taking the COVID stuff very seriously and Hello. yeah. And, uh, and uh, I, I think it's important that we address it, but uh, the fact that we had to watch it, every commercial was kind of a downer. So I'm going to say they're a loser. Yeah. I could see what you're saying. I, I, I could see exactly what you're saying. Uh, I, I like your, I like your picks for losers uh, and the fans though. I agree with them. You know, I think as fans, I think we were winners, but I also think we were losers in a way because while we thought we could get away from it, we really didn't get away from it. And, mm. uh, and yeah, you know, we, we kind of use this podcast as a way to get away from it too. But, you know, it's um, – now, we, we never do this podcast together anyways. But if we did, um, then, you know, we, would, we wouldn't be getting away from it in a way either. So, um, so yeah, I, I think that I, – I agree, though. I think, that, uh, I think that fans were winners and losers in this. And so, honestly, folks, it's really – it's not been that long of an episode. You know, kind of one of our shorter – well, I wouldn't say one of our shorter ones, but uh, I think it's been a fun episode, Brad. I mean, we've given our winners and losers, and uh, which is always a fun thing to talk about. And um, I think uh, a lot of teams, I think the draft's going to turn out better for. I, I think there's a lot more winners and losers this year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of the losers could have been a stretch. Uh, but, but listen, you know um, – yeah, I think it's been a good episode. I don't think we have anything else, do we? No, I'm good, man. I think I think it went well, and I I like that we came up with different winners and losers because I I think you can. I mean, I, I think even if you typed in NFL draft winners and losers, you're not going to get the same one. You'll get a lot of the same ones, but you'll get a few different ones here and there. So I thought that was oh, good. For sure, for sure. By the way, folks, uh, if you have not checked out our Facebook page, we have a, a Golden Point Sports. Uh, we have a couple of tournaments still going on. Uh, if the if the NBA were to start today tournament, they're kind of doing a uh, NBA playoffs type deal. And then also we have our mascot madness tournament, which is uh, which has been which has been a really good hit, and a lot of people are enjoying it. Uh, we're still technically in the first round of it. Uh, it's going to be a long one. 
but that's okay. We got a lot of time. Uh, and so, yeah. So without further ado, Brad, it's been a good episode, man. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yes, sir. Have a good day, Robert. You too. All right, folks, that's going to do it for another edition of the Golden Point Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Foster. With me, as always, is Brad Winter. Go check us out on Facebook at Golden Point Sports for more content, as well as uh, where you can find all the podcasts. Anything you need to know about Golden Point Sports, contact us. Anything is where you find us. So check it out.